Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tribulation Today Ministries, where Esoterica meets Biblical Christianity. I trust and pray that everyone's had a blessed week this week. I want to tackle a subject about Halloween, being that the uh, holiday is just coming up here in a couple of weeks. I'd like to touch on the origins and the basis behind it, uh, should Christians celebrate it, and just try to touch it on every little bit of it that we can. It's not going to be exhaustive by any means, but we're going to try to uh, bring forth some of the main points of it. I'm quite sure that most of you have ran into Christians that did not celebrate Halloween and uh, some that are undecided about it. So again, we're going to try to touch on some of this stuff and help you make a decision of what you want to do. Lord Father, we come to you in prayer right now, Lord, and we ask forgiveness for our sins, Father. Lord, we just ask you that you touch us with your wisdom and you let us understand your truth about all the things that we discuss on this podcast, Father. Lord, we ask you that you fill us with your Holy Spirit and help us do the right things. For we know that Jesus said that if you love him, to follow his commandments. And the Lord, Father, says, Be ye holy, for I am holy, Lord. So we ask you to touch us with nothing but the truth. And I ask that no one necessarily listen to everything that I say and and. Uh, just roll out with that. I ask that everybody follow Acts 17.11. Receive the word with all readiness, but search the scriptures daily that these things are so. So, Father, we ask that you reveal your truth to us and that you watch over and bless each and every one of us. Put your angels in charge of watching around us. Wash us in your blood, Father, to cleanse away all of our sins. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, your Son, we pray. Amen. So before we get into the meat of this whole subject, I want to play a song, and I want everybody to listen to the words of this, and you need to make a decision whether you want to be on fire for Christ, or be cold, or just stay in the middle and be lukewarm. The Bible says that if you're lukewarm, he will spew you from his mouth. Therefore, I ask each and every one of you to search your heart, pray about it, ask the Lord what his will is, and make your decision. And in doing all this, again, remember, don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Study thyself approved. Seemed alright 
shout out. I want to dedicate this program to the two most important women in my life, being my wife, Donna Kalb, and my mom, Judy Jordan. I love you guys. I want to start out by saying there are many Christians out there that celebrate Halloween and other holidays without ever thinking about what their origins were or what their true meaning is. And yet it is impossible to separate the origins or the originators of these holidays. So it's important for us as Christians to study and find out exactly what it is that we're celebrating. We're called by God to be separate from the world, which means we need to look different, act different, speak different, and just be totally separate from all the worldly things that we see going on around us. We can't fall into just doing things because it's a tradition in our family or just because everybody around us does that. That's not what we're called to do. We're Christians. We're supposed to stand for Christ and everything that he stands for and stand against all that he stands against. Upon discovering these things about the different holidays, there's been so many Christians tell me that that's not what I celebrated for or I don't give any credence to this or, or to that and it's just not what I think of. I, I think of it as something totally different. And with that in mind, I ask you, could you go to a satanic black mass and go through all the rituals and all the uh, different things that they do during that black mass, could you at the end say, in Jesus' name I pray, amen? Do you think that that would make it right? I don't think so. I don't think that God gives any kind of um, glory or respect 
to doing that. He says that we're supposed to be completely and totally separate from the pagans and do not the way of the heathen. But yet we as people, we decide that we're going to change it and do it and call it something else. Well, it is what it is. If something has started that way and all these rituals were designed for a specific purpose, that is what it is. And if you celebrate that thing, if you do those rituals, you are doing it for what it was originated for. You can't change what it became or what it started out to be from the very beginning. It's just, it's an impossibility. You know, for several hundred years before Christ, the Celts inhabited what we call France, Germany, England, Scotland, and Ireland. You know, the Celtic priests were called Druids. These people were eventually conquered by the Romans. The information we have today concerning the, the Celts and the Druids come from Caesar and from the Roman historians. The Greek writings from about 200 BC and the very early records found in Ireland, Greek, and Roman writings about the Druids. Uh, they weigh very heavily upon their frequent and barbaric human sacrifices. The ancient texts say little about human sacrifice, but the details on the Druids' use of magic to raise storms, lay curses on places, kill people with the use of spells, and create magical obstacles are things that we can't just overlook. And by 47 AD, Rome had finally defeated the Druids in Britain and outlawed human sacrifices, but there were a few remaining Druids that went underground. And today, there's a growing group of people that claim to be directly descended from those Druids. They still uh, practice their religion, and they also include human sacrifice. Those in England still perform ceremonies at Stonehenge today. November 1st is considered the Celtic New Year. October 31st was celebrated by the Druids, and they had many human sacrifices in a festival honoring their sun god and Samhain. Samhain was the lord of the dead. Uh, they believed that they had very sinful souls, and that some of their descendants that were sinful were placed in a place of torment, which is where the Catholics get their belief of purgatory, and that through this worship, if Samhain was pleased with their sacrifices, that they would be released early from that torment. There are many early Irish records that tell about a fascination that the Catholics had with the powerful Druids, and soon those Druids became important members of their monasteries. And then came Pope Gregory the Great, and he had decided to incorporate the Druids' holiday into the church. He made a proclamation that the sacrifices would no longer be to the devil, but that they could go ahead and continue to kill for food and the praise of God and to give thanks for the giver of all gifts for his bounty. Pope Gregory III then moved the church's holiday from October 31st to November 1st, and then he called it All Hallows Day or All Saints Day. And then Pope Gregory IV declared that the day was to be a universal church observance. Do you know that the founding fathers of this country, of America, forbid the uh, observance of Halloween because they knew that it was a pagan holiday? And Halloween was not even widely celebrated in the U.S. until about 1900. During the 1840s in Ireland, there was a horrible potato famine which sent many Catholics, the Irish, into America. And that's where Halloween came from. They brought it with them. 
We have the modern custom of going from door to door asking for food and candy. That goes back to the time of the Druids, where they had believed that sinful lost souls were released upon earth by Sam Hain on one night on October 31st while they awaited their judgment. The Druids then went around to the houses of the living where they were greeted with heavily laden tables and banquets in their honor. This is where the people greatly feared the spirits, and they thought the spirits would even harm or kill them if their sacrifices didn't appease Samhain. They carved demonic faces into pumpkins or even large turnips, and they placed a candle in them to keep the evil spirits away from their homes. And then we have the tradition of bobbing for apples and the giving out of nuts. Well, this came from the Roman addition to the Druidic New Year. The Romans have worshipped Pomona, who was the goddess of the harvest. This is where they had combined their harvest festival to Pomona with Halloween. And today many Christians celebrate a harvest festival. This is just, again, incorporating our Christianity into paganism. And I think that's uh, Satan's whole goal in everything that he does. He wants us to mix a little bit of cold in with our fire and make us all lukewarm. As we've already learned, the uh, early Americans did not celebrate Halloween. It was pretty much confined to the small Irish colonists um, until that potato famine. When the potato famine came along, so many more Irish people came in that it was kind of hard to hold it down. So in our American culture, the rise in popularity of Halloween didn't really come along and it coincides with the national rise in spiritism that had begun in 1848. You might wonder where the term jack-o'-lantern originated. Well, according to legend, a stingy drunk named Jack had tricked the devil into climbing an apple tree for an apple, but then he cut a sign of the cross into the trunk of the apple tree, preventing the devil from coming back down. Then Jack had forced the devil to agree to him that he would never come after his soul. But then when Jack died, he was turned away from heaven's gates because he was a drunk and he also lived a life of selfishness. He was then sent to the devil, but the devil kept his promise and turned him away as well. But as Jack left hell, he was eating a turnip, and the devil threw a live hot coal at him. Jack then took that coal and put it inside the turnip and has ever since been wandering the earth with his jack-o'-lantern in search of a place of rest. Since then, pumpkins have replaced the turnip because it's so much easier to put a live coal or candle or something burning inside of a pumpkin than it is with a turnip. The whole custom of wearing uh, costumes comes from uh, the Druids and other pagans uh, most specifically in shamanism where people would wear costumes to hide their actual appearance from people that were wondering why they were there and also that they would wear those costumes over and over in order to communicate with the dead. Sometimes these costumes were worn to scare off the evil spirits but in most cases, uh, particularly with the druids, they would wear animal heads and animal furs and what they were trying to do was to take on the powers of those specific animals that they were dressed up as.
In addition to that, the Catholic Church on All Saints Day would parade around some of their holy relics, but the uh, parishes that weren't uh, well-funded or they were poor, they didn't have access to those relics. So what they would do is they would have some of the parishioners dress up as saints and even some of the other ones dress up as angels or even demons or evil spirits and have the, the angels and the saints chase away the evil spirit ones. When the druids would go, go from door to door and seek those treats, they were often looking for materials for their great bonfires. The word bonfire, we, we use it very commonly today, but it actually comes from bone fire. And the reason for that is because the human sacrifices were burnt on these fires to Samhain. The trick aspect of it comes into if the households were not willing to give uh, a lot of times it was the virgin of their castle to be burned on the bone fire. If they were not willing to give a treat, they received a trick, which was a lot of times the druids praying for evil spirits to go in and kill someone in the household, or possibly even um, just causing mischief with them. So it became a great day of fear for the people outside of the druids. Halloween traditions often have fruit centerpieces. Uh, they have apples and nuts. Uh, three of these happen to be acorns, apples, and nuts, and especially the hazelnut. It was considered a god. And the acorns, they were sacred in its association to the oak tree. The fruits and nuts also seem to be related to the Roman harvest feast of Pomona. Apparently, she was also the goddess of fruit. In ancient Rome, cider was drawn and the Romans bobbed for apples. This was a part of a divination ritual which supposedly helped a person discover their future marriage partner. These here are just a few of the rituals and traditions that follow the holiday of Halloween. I'm going to have a um, little bit of an audio clip in here that may shed a little bit more light onto the subject. I hope you enjoy it. Halloween today is more popular than it's ever been. They played the monster man. Kids and adults alike try on new faces and do things they wouldn't dream of doing any other night. Open the lid and shook his... Is Halloween a truly innocent celebration or does it have a darker side? Halloween is not a Christian holiday. In fact, its roots go back to ancient paganism and the uh, Celtic and Druid beliefs that involved such things as divination, contact with spirits, and even something as horrible as human sacrifice. There were two key days celebrated in the Celtic religion. 
One of those days was the day in which the god of the dead, or the god of death, Sawain, uh, actually was believed to release the souls of the good and evil spirits. And these good and evil spirits were released for a period of time to go back and mingle among the living. Uh, today, the idea that Halloween involves uh, good and evil spirits that are roaming about actually is traced back to this ancient uh, Druidic belief. On Halloween, Chris Thompson's fellow pagans summon ancient deities to their Samhain celebration, a night for invoking the spirits of the dead and thanking the earth spirits for life. Ancient Britain, Ireland, Celtic festival of Samhain was observed on October 31st at the end of the summer. In fact, Halloween uh, back then was thought to be the very best time for contacting the spirit world because the veil that separated the material and spiritual worlds was thinnest at that time and this is in fact is something that is believed in witchcraft today. Because the Druids believed that during Samhain or Halloween the dead would play tricks on mankind that would cause panic and destruction. They, the spirits, had to be appeased. And part of this appeasement process involved the giving of food to the spirits as they visited the home. By the 8th century, the church had had enough of trying to accommodate the pagans. Pope Gregory III decided to challenge pagan beliefs head-on by turning their most important holiday, Samhain, into a day of the church. November 1st was claimed as All Saints Day, a day to honor those Christian saints who did not already have a saint's day of their own. All Saints Day is also known as All Hallows Day 
the word hallow being equivalent to saint. It was the eve of All Hallows that became known as All Hallows Evening, and through a corruption of the evening, Halloween, we got the contemporary word uh, Halloween. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire. Now that's talking about human sacrifice. Nor one who uses divination, such as using the Ouija board or astrology. Nor one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. Further, God goes on to say, for whoever does these things is detestable to the Lord. So I think that's pretty much what we have for right now. Um, I want to leave with another song. Again, I want to charge you all with listening to the words and follow in the, in the footsteps of Hadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Don't bow down because everyone around you is doing it. You are called to a higher purpose. Do not bow down to the worldly ways. Do not bow down to the false gods. Do not bow down to their rituals and traditions. The song I'm about to play is called The Grand Deception by K. Rhino. Uh, the man is actually a Muslim. Um, when I first started listening to him, I thought he was a Christian because a lot of the uh, things that he, he raps about are Christian-based or scripturally-based. Um, you guys all know me well enough to know that I am not pro-Islam by any degree, but every word in this song is absolutely true. It is a mind-blowing revelation of a song, and uh, I hope you guys all enjoy it. As we move forward, anytime you come closer to something, your vision should get clearer. Am I right? You are a tool in the hidden hand is using you Please don't be delusional The rulers of this world practice confusing you The people and the priests and the imams Have been jammed by government scams Minds systematically programmed Blatant black hatred and racism The way they lace the whole world and nation With traces of Satanism This place is a pagan prison The founding fathers enslaving intentions Were no different than Bush's and Reagan's visions 1776 it took action This Illuminati took form and was Spawned from a Colombian faction Just flip your one dollar bill over And if you want me to expose the true code of deception I will show you We live in a designed wicked system The number 13 is consistent in Masonic symbolism It represents transformation 12 completes a cycle So 13 is rebirth and regeneration The meanings of the symbol are strategically hid On the left side you see a 13-layered pyramid Over that sits the all-seeing eye where the light shines a sign of the devil watching over you at all times With the words Anna with Coeptus 13 letters meaning he has favored our undertakings Will you accept this? 
Or will you learn the science and ignore them? Under the pyramid you see Novas or Nosoclorum Translated, new order of the world Or the new world order Authors and satanic fathers of mass slaughter The eagle that you see on the right Sits below 13 stars With a shield that has 13 stripes And an olive branch in its claws With 13 leaves Which is supposed to be in its talent To represent peace But peace was always on a decrease His other claw holds 13 arrows of war Set to be released And the letters at the bottom of the pyramid Are fixed with the Roman numerals That equal 1776 The United States of America exists In a deep devilish abyss With truth and paganism mixed Every president that ever lived was foul They gather at Bohemian Grove Where they bow down before the owl See the owl is wise and sees through the darkness of night And there's a small one on the dollar Near the one on the top right It ain't hard to understand This government was never for us The eagle was based off of the Egyptian hawk Horus The 13 colonies who went to wicked sovereignty And made no apology for the obvious idolatry Subconsciously we followed the ways of the beast And pay homage to pagan gods when we say days of the week Like Sunday, they worship the sun Monday is moon day Tear, the god of war, was worshipped on Tuesday Odin, the chief goddess, who Wednesday is named for Thursday is Thursday, god of thunder, the mighty Thor Friday was named after Frigga, notice the pattern Saturday is the Roman god of agriculture, Saturn Frigga was the goddess of love, the wife of Odin The polytheistic theologies needed to cope The rituals, like trips across the sand as man takes The skull and bones fraternity, the secret handshakes But understand, he receives only 33 degrees He secretly believes in Lucifer and other deities Many powerful and rich people are controlled by these They even hold the soul of several of your favorite MCs Politicians telling lies, tongues riddled with thorns And use hand gestures shaped in the form of devil horns You don't feel this any harm cause you don't know what it entails Satan tampers with stem cells and sprays chemtrails The so-called holidays are hypocrisy Established to use religious doctrines to commit annual robbery Christmas split in half is Christ's mass The so-called birth of Jesus where every home has glowing lights cast Christ the anointed one mass, the birth celebration But Jesus' birth was kept secret due to the situation The king initiated a death plot Cause the Messiah was prophesied to rule So Jesus' murder was authorized No one knows the actual date That's why sometimes you see Xmas X means unknown but ignorance affects us A fraud that was purposely flawed December 25th, the birthday of the wicked ruler Nimrod This whole disguise was part of Satan's universal rise A holy prophet's life being pimped and commercialized Traditions like lights on trees Rooted in the Nicene Council in 325 AD By Constantine, these matters were decreed The concept of a virgin birth was actually conceived and then agreed With graven images in the temple The fish on your cards called Onus, a Babylonian symbol Is visibly contradictory Telling your children lies, you need to make them study Santa Claus's sick history. But yet we go wherever Satan leads us. The falsehoods we practice in his name ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Amen, church. That man has been blessed with a lot of truth. I think the Lord is uh, revealing these things to him and will eventually reveal himself to this guy. Um, and that is my prayer that in the name of Yeshua, that the Lord reveal himself to him, that, that he becomes a Christian so that one day he'll be at the pearly gates with us. Um, 
So if you find it in your heart to send out a prayer for him, I really appreciate it. You know, Jesus said that where two or more are gathered in his name, he'll be within their midst. And I totally and completely believe that. So until next time, I would like you to uh, like and subscribe. Follow me. I'm on uh, YouTube. Um, I'm also on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I post this on Tribulation Today Ministries on Facebook. So uh, listen up. Uh, we'll be continuing to do podcasts from time to time. And if I don't see you here on this planet we call Earth, this alien demon-infested rock, I'll definitely see you in the air. Shalom and be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.